Welcome to Life with Zan. I'm your host and friend, Zan Farrow. This podcast was designed to celebrate how each of us breathe life into our own little corners of the world. Whether through work or play, it is my hope to honor the process and encourage others to do the same. Welcome to Life with Zan. Peyton is a destination wedding, commercial, and editorial cinematographer, recently named by Harper's Bazaar as one of the top wedding filmmakers in the world. She has over eight years of knowledge of the wedding and events industry and five years as a self-taught wedding filmmaker. Peyton is 28 years old and lives in Austin, Texas. Headed into wedding season, I thought it would be perfect to have Peyton on the podcast. I know you're going to love this episode. Hello, Peyton, and welcome to Life with Zan. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I'm happy to have you on, but I first wanted to share a story. And I've kind of told you a little bit about how I started following you, but I want to give some context because <laughs> I'm not sure you know this, but I was in Nashville the this one weekend visiting Shelby she had major surgery and was in the hospital and I was in the hospital all weekend and you were shooting a wedding and I started seeing some of what you were doing pop up on my Instagram and I was like who is this girl I like what she's sharing and then I was like oh and she's in town because the wedding was in Nashville too and it was when I was first just introduced to your work at all. And I was like, oh my gosh, I love this girl. And she's from Texas. So I followed you on social media that weekend, 2017 it was. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and for those I love you, that. I know. And for those of you who don't know, Peyton was, um, is a, fo- a cat foster and was fostering two kittens at one point in time, one of which I adopted and she's kept the other. So we have cat brothers, yeah. <laughs> which is just a random tangent in sharing um, what you do, but you are a wedding videographer and do a little bit of other video here and there, but I want to hear a bit about how you got into this job and what you do now. Yeah, well, first off, I want to say I'm so grateful that you adopted um, the kitty, now named Wilder. <laughs> Um, and I always tell everyone the story about fostering the the brothers and how hard it was to separate the two of them. And, you know, Wilder was just a, a little love bug. And um, I always like to tell everyone that it's okay because I still get to follow him on Instagram and yes. see everything that he's doing. And he has just like the best life with the best moms and the best brother oh. he's <laughs> obsessed with clearly. And I love that. <laughs> I love that you feel that way. I do. So um, anyways, I guess I'll just kind of tell you a bit more about how I got into this and and what I do. But basically, when I was in college at TCU in Fort Worth, I started interning for a wedding planner my junior year of college. And I had no background in weddings. I didn't know anything about weddings. I didn't grow up dreaming about my own wedding. It was just kind of random and it showed me all of these women and artists and entrepreneurs that were making a living 
you know, in creating successful small businesses in the wedding industry. And I, I absolutely love that. So that was kind of my first introduction into weddings. It wasn't until a few years later, I took um, a intro to photography class as an elective in, in college and um, absolutely loved that. But down the road, it, it, I ended up finding the video mode button on my camera. And I had taken videos when I was a kid and always had loved that process. So when I found out that I had a camera that could do that, I decided, well, that's what I want to do. I want to shoot and edit videos. And so I learned, you know, literally off of like iMovie on my laptop that was already installed, like how to edit videos and, and would just watch YouTubes and podcasts and everything all day to learn about how to do this. So um, you know, it kind of just naturally followed that eventually I filmed my first wedding and fell in love with being on that side of weddings coming from experience in event planning to just be present and in the moment with the couple on the wedding day was such a special experience. And to know that I was capturing memories that they'd be able to look back on for decades to come was really meaningful to me. Were you at all nervous just filming your first wedding? Because you sound so confident. You're like, yep, I'm going to do this. I'm just going to go ahead and film the most important day of these this couple's <laughs> life. <laughs> I think I was definitely nervous to an extent. But the beauty of it was I didn't really have any expectations for it or for myself. I, I you know, had never filmed a wedding or second shot a wedding or photographed a wedding so I didn't even know what to be nervous for, but I knew I was really familiar with weddings. I, you know, I had a timeline and I knew what happens on a wedding day and what to kind of be able to anticipate. So being so familiar with how these days flow um, was really helpful. And then this couple, you know, it was someone who they hadn't hired a, a wedding videographer. And so I was able to come in at, at the very last minute. I was, you know, working for either free or very little money. So to me, I just felt so honored that, well, they weren't going to have this documented. And now I get to come in, I get to document it. And I think for my first wedding, having that kind of like stress off of me and that expectation um, was really incredible. And, and I got to come, go into it just excited to be able to have the honor of creating something for them that they otherwise weren't going to have. And, you know, coming in with that, that calmness and, and that excitement and just focus on creativity and focus on the moments, I think was um, a really special way to enter into this new career. That's such a special experience. And I, I'm, you know, planning a wedding sometime in the future, not sure when that is yet, but I have been thinking about things and I'm someone who personally just gets so much out of video. I, whether it's through social media or just even seeing other people's videos, it just, it makes me so emotional. And I've heard a few people say they regret not having a video for their wedding day. So I, I can imagine that it, it really does kind of capture things in a different way than photos would and it's just a special thing to have so on your end what goes into capturing this day and planning for that and executing something so beautiful absolutely well 
I, I hear it a lot as well that that's the biggest regret that that people have is not hiring a wedding videographer that sometimes they think well we we're gonna have the photos we don't need the video too but I think they both just serve that you know a different purpose they both capture your memories but they do so in such a different way and I don't think that anyone's ever going to regret having those moments to to look back on and with a video you know I'm thinking about the things that are are beautiful and the things that I can plan for but also knowing that I have to anticipate moments that can't be planned for and emotions that can't be planned for so going into a wedding day I just really want to be present and be tuned into the emotions of the couple and their family or their parents or their friends who are there and I like to kind of put myself in that emotional zone and also in being tuned into the little things that they're not going to see you know the moment that the flower girl walks down the aisle the bride typically never gets to see that um so it's really special to be able to to capture those things uh, you know, a big part of video is is capturing the audio. I didn't know this when I first started out, but I very quickly learned that capturing the audio is so important and so incredibly powerful in telling the story, but also in that memory in, in a decade or two decades to be able to go back and listen to, you know, your voice or your partner's voice or your parent's voice. Um, or your best friend's voice and retelling of that toast or those vows, you know, is just absolutely priceless. And that is one thing that, you know, photos can't capture is, is that voice and, and that audio element that, that's so special and so powerful for storytelling. Those are two things I had never thought of. The obviously capturing moments, the couple's not seeing it all because that's easy, like, to miss. There's lots of little things that they're going to miss just because they're in the moment mm-hmm. and being able to capture that. And again, with the audio, I hadn't thought about that at all. And that that's a good point. Um, recently, Shelby's mom visited and she was making this recipe Shelby loves. And Shelby was like, you know what, can I film you just Aww. making this? And her mom said yes. And she filmed it. And just being able to watch it back, which seems silly, it's something small, but it felt so special watching yeah, it back. Absolutely, that's beautiful. And knowing we'd have, which again, it was just Shelby and her phone, but being able to have that for forever and be able to share it. And and um, we have some like recipe cards she's written down on, but it, it's just kind of cool to have that. And it never would have occurred to me to record something like that. But that's just like a small example to me of having, you know, that on your, this big day that you've done all this planning for. And again, being able to watch back, you'll be able to see things, you know, we didn't notice in the moment, like watching a movie again. And you're like, oh, I didn't Absolutely. notice that the first time. Mm-hmm. That's really special. And it, um, I remember as a kid, rewatching my parents' um, wedding video on VHS. Oh, I don't, I wonder so if special. they, I wonder if they still have it, they better. And we probably need to transfer that to something more modern, <laughs> but it, um, it really is so cool. So 
what do you hear back from couples after they've received their video? Like what is their response? What are, what are they saying or happy to have? I mean, I think that they're just so grateful to have those memories. And like you said, a, a lot of couples will watch it again and again over the years. And they'll, they will tell me that, you know, we notice things that we didn't notice the first time around, you know, because there's so much happening in the background and, and little things you get to pick up on and, and explore and that that's so special. You know, some turn it into a tradition on their anniversary to watch the full ceremony video or the full toast to be able to go back and relive that. Um, so it's it's really incredible. And then, of course, you know, in, in the age of COVID and not everyone was able to travel to attend weddings in the past few years and, and couples who still had their weddings with limited guest counts to be able to share that and make friends and family feel like they were there when they weren't able to be there was just absolutely priceless and, and so important. And, and I think I've just really seen in the last few years, clients you know, value video even more and and value capturing those memories and being able to reflect upon them um, down the road and and share that with with people. Absolutely. I can totally see that. And I cannot emphasize enough how special it is to watch your work and see what you create. It's not like anything I've ever seen, not that I'm super familiar with the industry, but I've seen my fair share of wedding videos here and there. And the way you shoot the video, I don't, you know, I don't even have the language to be able to explain what you do, but. Well, you're so sweet. I, I really appreciate that. And, you know, it's such an honor to be able to do. And I also have to say, I'm so lucky to work with incredible, incredible other creatives, whether it's the planner, the designer, the hair and makeup artist, the photographer, because weddings are such a collaborative effort. And to be able to capture a wedding day when so many artists have, you know, put their love and put their passions into what they've done um, is really special. And, and you know, it, we all just make every everyone better and we make the day better when we all bring you know our best and and do our best and bring our passionate for what the single thing that we do and and it just elevates it all so before going in are you in communication and kind of planning like the shots you're gonna take ahead of time or is it more like on the fly yeah so Leading up to a wedding day, I will be in communication with the wedding planner, typically the couple. I'd like to know, you know, why did they choose this location? Um, what is it that they're looking forward to? What about this day are they most excited about? And, and what's special? What are the little things that are going into the details and and oftentimes they're weaving in their personal stories of who they are who they are as a couple you know into things like the invitation or a detail element at the reception or ceremony so i i go into the weekend knowing these little things i also look really closely at the timeline to 
have an idea of what's happening when and where as well. So if it's somewhere that I haven't been, I'm scouring the internet for, you know, images or videos or Google Earth of what the space actually looks like. So I can kind of start having a plan of how it's going to capture. And um, then before the wedding day, I always like to get there early to walk through that space to get familiar with, you know, where it might be a good place to take the couple. And and I'm also working really closely with the photographer who often, you know, has a plan of, of where they want to do portraits or a first look. Um, but we can really work together and, and, you know, just getting a sense of the light and what, what things are going to look like throughout the day is, is really helpful. And, and then on the wedding day, you know, there are things that I have in mind that I've just kind of envisioned in my mind that, um, I'd like to capture. Um, but also, like I said, there's so many little things that I can't, um, you know, plan for that I, I, you know, have to anticipate. I don't work off any kind of a, a shop list or, you know, I don't like limit how much footage that I take um, because I'm always looking for those special little moments that you can't plan for. And, you know, I've, I've had clients in the past reach out and say, you know, wow, like you captured this little butterfly that was in the window while I was getting ready. And I'm so glad that you captured that because, you know, that's a symbol that actually means a lot to me. And I don't know how you knew that, but <laughs> you captured it and, and it just means so much to me. And I'm so glad you captured that little moment. So it's just like hearing little things like that, um, that makes me so excited to like explore every wedding day and, and see what's going to happen and what's going to unfold. And of course, going into something with a plan and being prepared for different scenarios or, or shooting for what you have in your mind is amazing, but just staying open to, to things that are outside of that plan, I think is just so important. Wow. I, this, that's incredible. And just, it sounds like you do like a good bit of planning beforehand and a lot of communicating with the rest of the people making this day come together and to capture it and you seemed really in alignment with like the flow of the day and the details and are comfortable in that element which it, it feels like you're making a movie every time like it, it sounds like it. <laughs> a mini movie and um, I don't know, it's just, it's so captivating to me, and I, I really enjoy it personally, but the shooting weddings has, like, what has it transitioned over into also doing some work with brands, or did one or the other happen first? What what happened with kind of being able to do both? Yeah, so in the very beginning, when I first had started with video, I was learning through filming things like I had a calligraphy calligrapher friend who was doing a brush lettering workshop. And that was the first time I ever took a video. So I just took a video of her, you know, teaching the workshop and her students practicing their lettering. And so I, I kind of first started playing with these little brand videos before I started filming weddings. And as I've, you know, filmed more and more weddings, I've still made time 
throughout the calendar, throughout my year for, you know, work with brands. And that's kind of evolved over time. And, and um, you know, this past year, I, I was able to do some really incredible um, bridal lookbook collections um, from Monique Lillier. And, and, you know, these are just incredible projects with, with amazing artists and, and beautiful gowns. And I, I feel like, you know, this approach to commercial work versus this approach to wedding work, they both inform each other. My degree is in art history. Um, so I feel like I always get to, you know, think about composition and light and movement and motion. Um, but the story of telling a wedding, you know, that comes more from the couple and the weekend and the story of telling, you know, a fashion story or a story about a brand or a location that's totally different and, and, you know, allows me to try some different things that I, I might not want to try for the first time on a wedding day. So, you know, I think that they both really inform the other and, and being able to have that creative variety is really exciting to me and, and allows me to continue to grow and learn. I have um, another client that I'm, I'm filming a collection for next month or this month, <laughs> it's March 1st, this month um, in Los Angeles. And um, it's allowing me to expand my team. I'm bringing a digital tech to help me run a um, wireless monitor system so the client can see what I'm filming live as I film it, make sure the dresses all look perfect. And I'm also bringing someone to do the lighting for me on that set. So this is such an exciting time for me to try out some new tech, to try out expanding my team and, and try some different approaches. So I just love that I get those opportunities and I'm, I'm such a learner and I, it really lights me up to, to be able to learn new things and try new things. So I'm, I'm super grateful for that. That is so cool to me. Just the, even just seeing the way, I guess, brands have shifted like marketing and obviously we've all seen commercials like a standard commercial on television or um, before a movie or anything like that. But to see what we've traditionally saw, especially in fashion and photos kind of come to life is really cool. And like you said, lighting and movement, it, it's just a completely different experience. And yeah. one that I, I can only imagine is very interesting to capture, especially given um, there's a lot of people around, like the model or if you're outdoors, the elements and everything. But um, it's really cool to see come to life. And I'm, I'm so intrigued by you saying you're adding these people on just to kind of see how it looks you know next time and not that I know what I'm really looking at but I I, I really appreciate it and enjoy um, watching it all come together so you share a little bit behind the scenes here and there and it's it's fun but especially watching what you create and the end result is pretty cool well thank you and it's been exciting for sure to see video become more prominent on social media and, and just in our culture. And I think, you know, like you said, we've all seen commercials and 
historically, you know, you think about the Super Bowl commercial and that that's one of the most like expensive paid media that a brand can invest in for their marketing. And we all know, you know, commercials cost millions of dollars to produce and to air. And I think the power of, of video marketing, marketing has always been there and that storytelling has always been incredibly powerful. But over the years, our access to new cameras and new technology to be able to capture things that look just incredible. And, you know, in the past, it, it would have to be done with a, a giant camera and 30 people. It can now be done, you know, with a mirrorless camera and edited on your laptop. So, you know, technology has just gotten so much more accessible. And then, over time, you know, Instagram, you know, made video more important and things like TikTok brings video to the forefront. And, um, you know, then through the pandemic, we see clients who might typically show their their fashion at market or, or at a runway show. They can't do that anymore. So they are experimenting with video for the first time. And, you know, through the pandemic, they're they're faced with this challenge of selling their product and and showing how this product moves, but they can't do it in 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 person. So they're seeing for the first time the power of video. And you know, even as things continue to go back to resuming in person, they still see how powerful video is. And now they've integrated that into their market marketing strategy. So I think that's super powerful. I don't think that's going away. I think, you know, just like everyone says, it's just going to become more and more prominent and you're going to see more of it. And as a result, see even more artists and, and creators and innovative ways to use this medium. Yeah, it's it's very cool to watch. And I quickly wanted to highlight something. Speaking of creators, you recently received what I would call, I guess, a recognition from Harper's Bazaar. Do you want to explain a little bit about that? Yeah, so I'm super humbled and and grateful. I was named among the top wedding filmmakers in the world by Harper's Bazaar. Um, There's about 12 filmmakers on that list, and it's an incredible, incredible honor. I'm humbled <laughs> to to be on there among these other incredible storytellers and and to get to call this my career to film people's happiest days of their lives in beautiful locations and you know know that these this work that I'm pouring you know my heart and soul into it's going to be appreciated it's going to live on for for years and decades and sometimes even generations that's so meaningful to me and I I just feel really really grateful that the universe just kind of took me to to where I am today because I couldn't have even dreamed up a more fulfilling or more rewarding career than this one. I I can only imagine that receiving an awards and honor but especially after what has been a tumultuous few years and in the last two years, what has really been like your biggest lesson learned in work and how you create? Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, kind of like I touched on with brands for people, video was still 
was even more important throughout the pandemic. I had a lot of clients pivot to having very, very small at-home weddings or even just elopements, but they would always have the photographer and the videographer there. A lot of my couples scaled back their weddings and they had not even planned on having video originally, but once they scaled back, they realized they wanted to have a way for their friends and family afar to be able to be included. And so they would hire on video. So really the past two years have been two of my busiest years. Video has just been in such demand and it, it made me feel really, really grateful and um, again, humbled that, that I was able to provide something that was still really valuable to people and even more valuable um, in some, some ways. Um, I had a, a couple who they, I, I didn't even know her, but she posted um, that she had a Zoom wedding in her backyard with just her parents and, and siblings, and they broadcasted on Zoom um, to their friends and family live, and I think, you know, her dad set up like a little tripod and an iPhone and not the best internet connection, but I saw these stories of people watching this video and or the zoom video of them you know getting married and they were crying and excited and people were throwing rice at their computer screens and <laughs> posting it on stories and I just thought how how incredibly sweet and moving that was and how of the time it was so I reached out to that um that bride and I asked her if I could you know edit um a video of her zoom wedding and so she sent me the zoom recording which was i mean just like so pixelated not the best audio source but i spent hours and days scouring her tagged photos and different stories that she had reposted to pull all of these little reaction photos and videos of of her friends and family watching that zoom and also you know stories and and photos and videos of the couple throughout the year and was able to edit a wedding video that I think was my favorite um, creative project of, of 2020. And, you know, just telling that story, of course, they have that full ceremony from the Zoom, but creating a little highlight video that really told their story and incorporated that different footage of, of photos and videos from throughout their relationship and um, their little wedding day. It was really fun, and and I think that the lesson that I took away from the last few years is just sometimes these challenges and these limitations, they create you to be more creative and find new solutions, and that there's, you know, so much magic and beauty that can be found um, through these, these moments. Absolutely. And I, I feel like you may have shared some of that long ago. It feels like a blur, <laughs> but is it on, is it on your Instagram? Any of that? I think it is on my Instagram. I'll have to um, double check and see. It was kind of a clip of like, I think it was black and white on kind of a pink um, background and okay. the couple's name was Sam and Sam and Eaton. So I'll okay. have to go back and, and find it. I'm pretty sure it's, um, it's on my Instagram. Somewhere. I would love to see that. I feel like there, it was interesting watching everyone's ceremonies and doing kind of like a 
DIY wedding setup in the yeah. best way they could at that time. And that was very sweet of you to help them kind of piece it all together in a special way. And I wanted to chat a bit about process. And it sounds like you go through quite a lot of that in your work and kind of the cycle of a single project. So in a world where we thrive on instant gratification, how do you find satisfaction and joy in the in-between? Oh, wow. That's a, a great question. I think that after years of doing this, I just had to become comfortable with the, the fact that this is a long process and it's not always a pleasant process. Once the wedding day is over, my work is just then beginning because the work is in the edit and um, the organization of, of footage oftentimes, you know, hundreds if not thousands of, of files. And um, it's a kind of emotionally exhausting process and it just takes a lot of time and there are a lot of different layers that a video has to go through. Um, to be finalized so it can take uh, you know weeks of, of time and um, I think that you just have to remember why why you love this and and um, find the things that light you up most so I, I found that after a wedding day happens I'm really excited to look through that footage that night or the next day um, and I found myself editing little 30 seconds to one minute teaser videos for the couple to see, um, you know, within the first week of, of their wedding happening. And um, that kind of gives me that instant gratification before that really long, really involved process begins of creating their full highlight film and their ceremony and doc documentary films. So, um, you know, finding those things that feel really rewarding to you and making time and making space um, for them, I think is really important. That wasn't something that I used to give myself time for on my calendar to edit those little edits. But now every time, you know, I, I put a wedding on my calendar, I also put a day to be able to kind of go through the footage real quick and, and, and edit something because that's something that really inspires me and, and makes me feel really rewarded after the wedding day and um, keeps me going throughout the rest of the process. That's really special that you were able to kind of find that thing that both for you and for the couple or client is just like that little teaser or something to look forward to. And so you got to get in it, into the work, into your video and create something and just kind of like, I don't know, just like a little mini something to hold on to until they're able to have the whole thing. and. The fact that you're able to see that that fills you up too is is really cool and I, I appreciate you sharing that so thank you. Of course and I think also putting that time limit on it of knowing well it's going to be short 30 seconds to a minute and I also have to get this done pretty quickly. It, it you know is a, again that kind of creative challenge where it allows you to try new things and it also just forces you to work faster and a lot of the times I'm just working off of my intuition and feeling and, and it just is that really exciting rush to, to create something um, after an event just happened. Um, 
Yeah. That is so special. And just watching what you create is so cool. And thank you for sharing it on, on social media so the rest of us can enjoy oh, it. Of course. I'm pretty behind on posting the social media right now, but um, I hope to share a lot more soon. Yes. So if people want to see what you're up to, where can they follow along? Absolutely. The best place is Instagram. It's just at Peyton Frank, P-E-Y-T-O-N-F-R-A-N-K. That's really the best place. Um, I have a TikTok, but I, I haven't been on there in ages because I spent too much time watching cat videos and funny videos. <laughs> so I, I've kind of hit pause on that. Um, but I have, you know, thought about um, getting back on to share some of the stuff that I'm behind on posting. And um, yeah, but Instagram's always the best place. Well, be sure to follow along because it's always special to see what you share. Peyton, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Life with Zan. If you like what you hear, go ahead and rate and review the podcast to give Life with Zan a little boost. We will be back each week from March through May. I'll see you next Thursday.